Soviet countries about relations with the West. Uh, what iota of legitimacy uh, may be in Putin's actions, uh, besides Jimakinwa? You know, the, the thing is, we need to recognize the fact that the power play in the world, I mean, assumed a different dimension after the Second World War. Okay. And the victorious side were the allied nations, including mm. the then Soviet Republic. Mm. So, communism and capitalism as headlined by the Soviet Republic, as communism and capitalism as headlined by the U.S. and all of and other European countries mm -hmm. was the order of the day. Mm -hmm. Until 1991, when the Soviet Republic disintegrated, I deliberately use the word disintegrated mm -hmm. in the sense that the physical, the physical republic disintegrated, mm. but the ethnicity okay. and the, the, the ethnicity and the sociocultural construct of the people did not change. Mm. And that is the fact that there is fluidity of engagement right. and fluidity of relationship amongst these former Soviet republics. All right. So even when some of them, starting from 1999, mm. started joining NATO, NATO. which is the military as the military arm of the, the European Union. Okay. But more importantly is the fact that they wanted to establish themselves because you must establish yourself the socio-economic order was more important. So, mm. and that is the fact that you needed to align with the European Union. Mm. So, for them, it was, a, it was a function of the fact that, okay, whatsoever we had as a socio-economic structure mm. in the Eastern Bloc is no longer strong. Remember that, so what came out of the Soviet republics was just now just Russia. So Russia was still the legacy country. Mm. However, can Russia as a legacy country couldn't have been able to stand against a block of nations? Mm. So it was just pure wisdom that people gravitated towards the West. Mm. However, not at any point in time, that was why I used the word disintegrated, not at any point in time did the Soviet Republic fall as a republic. It did not fall. It did not fall. It did not mm. fall. Mm. And that's what we need to get. It did not fall. And it only disintegrated. And that was why ideologically what bound them together was socialism. All socialism right. maybe was no longer holding them together. Okay. However, the, the ethnic relationship, the social cultural relationships that bound the people together was still there. So it didn't matter whether Latvia Lithuania, uh, Moldova, or mm. Ukraine were, 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 were now independent republics. Mm -hmm. The fact was still that there was still that leaning, there was still that presence, there was still that, there were, there, there, there were legitimate presence. I call it legitimate presence because once <laughs> the people have cultural ties, it's legitimate. You can, okay. change the, you can change the name, you can change the structure, but you cannot change where people are. You can't change the language they speak. So those cultural ties were, are the things that Russia today is still holding on to. And mm. that is why, whether you're, you're talking in, in Belarus or you're talking in even the, the eastern part, the, mm. the southeastern part of, of, of Ukraine, 
you still have ethnic Russians. You still okay. have people who still, who still feel, oh, across the border, these are people. And that is why someone like Putin can say, oh, we're not against Ukraine as a nation, but we're saying we're protecting Russians who are there. That was why he could support the pro-Russian insurgent. That's why he could, he could come over and claim Crimea. That's mm. why he could say, okay, we want to get to see the, the seaport of Odessa because we believe our brothers and sisters that are there. So, mm. for, for, so we, when, when we understand that what happened was a disintegration okay. on paper of the actual republic, but the fact is that the, the, the social cultural connections and ties were not severed and cannot be severed, it will always be a legitimate vehicle that can be used to make new moves. And that is what Putin has done. Okay, that is what Putin has done. I guess a lot of people are now uh, getting a clearer picture of what is actually happening and what this war is all about. Uh, Mr. Dari Wolabi, you yeah. are a political scientist and uh, just before I go back to Mr. Ijimakewa, you may want to have something to say on that because uh, other countries, particularly the West, will also mm. want to assert that uh, these other nations, uh, they have the right uh, to actually uh, gravitate towards uh, uh, which are the divides uh, they are interested mm -hmm. in. And of course, uh, they are sovereign nations as well. So how do you actually uh, relate this uh, to some of the things that mentioned by uh, Mr. Jimakiwa, cultural ties, yeah. uh, you understand, at the same time, them being uh, sovereign nations and uh, they might have the right not to want to actually yeah. deal with Russia? Yeah, I think uh, the Mr. Jimakiwa has really explained the EU. But I want to say this thing that we have three dimensions. That, uh, the way I perceive the, this uh, okay. Russian-Ukraine war. Okay. Three dimensions to read. The first dimension is the religious dimension. Religious dimension. Yeah. Okay. We are the, the Bible says, you know, at the end, you know, there will be rumors of war and war. That is what we are witness now. Okay. That one is coming to play. Number two, political dimension. Mm. In the sense that we have politics in the, mm. all these things we are talking about. Mm. Russia is a superpower. Mm. Ukraine came out of uh, Russia, Russia. And Ukraine is romancing the West. The West now. Being led by US. You know, by US and some others. Now the current move to join NATO mm. is another EU. So that is not all those things are based on politics. Mm. Then number three, we talk of a uh, economic dimension. Mm. We are there is a particular area that is rich in resources mm. in which it's recognized internationally has been owned by ukraine okay but now russia wants to have a say on it mm. so that is based on the economy of that area mm. but what we are trying to say now is that uh, mr jimakiwa has said it that the ties that the the ussr or us are only distinguished mm. but they did not the tie is still there mm. but i want to say that even despite that they are no longer together now mm. as recognized by the international community Ukraine is an independent state now. Mm. Now, if others, if other countries, other nations around Ukraine are now bona fide member of NATO and the European Union, I don't think nothing should stop Ukraine from from aspiring. When you when you when you join NATO, mm. you you want to acquire power to to be to be more stronger. That is just the simple meaning. So, and that is why I think uh, Ukraine should be allowed to, 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 to join NATO without any fear or favor. Mm. Remember that 
America today and you and, and uh, Russia, they are still they are still enemies. That is the truth about it. And Russia is aware that any attempt for NATO, who's supposed to be his own friend, you are my child. You mean you, you, any attempt by Ukraine? Ukraine. Okay. To join to, to, to join NATO is an attempt to it's to be threat. in tune with a, mm. to be with this country that we are not in two together. Mm. So that is a that is the major problem on ground now. All right, all, all right. Well, Mr. Jimakiwa, Iran's supreme leader uh, Al Khamenei has blamed the war on the U.S. Uh, we're describing the U.S. as a mafia that uh, profit off wars. But the U.S. appears reluctant, uh, actually, uh, to send troops uh, to Ukraine. Instead, uh, the U.S. is opting for economic sanctions. Is this a new Cold War uh, coming up again? Is, is this another Cold War? You know, the, the thing is, we need to recognize the fact that even in international relationships and international affairs, mm. people respect what I call written and unwritten agreements. Mm -hmm. When the USSR disintegrated okay. and the Soviet republics, the 14 republics became independent nations, mm. one of the things that was unwritten was the fact that there was an agreement between Russia and NATO that you would not go beyond Germany. Remember that Eastern mm. Germany used to be part of the Warsaw Pact mm -hmm. and West Germany used to be part of NATO. Mm. And you would not go beyond Germany. Germany. However, that was because what Russia did previously was, apart from the 14 republics, the 14, 14 Soviet republics, mm. Russia had built an ally of other countries, Poland, Bulgaria, mm -hmm. Poland, Bulgaria, Czechoslovakia, and others as a buffer to protect itself. Mm. So, but with all these countries, Poland, Bulgaria, Romania, Czech Republic, now joining NATO, Russia was now vulnerable, mm. and the last frontier that was that covering Russia, westward, Ukraine, 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 and mm. that is why Russia will always be against NATO having having Ukraine as a member because it knows that the next thing that will happen that NATO will put a base mm. in Ukraine, and that is just like your God, that is all like your neighbor having a gun by your window. So that is the reason why Putin would not allow that to happen. <laughs> however, I'm with you, Mr. Jimakiwa. Yeah, however, many people wonder, oh, we expect that, oh, by now there should be Russia, I mean, American troops. But by then, before we talk about American troops, uh, uh, being sent to Ukraine to, de to, to defend uh, Ukra Ukrainians and the Ukrainian uh, government. About Russia's uh, position, as as much as it is uh, justifiable, as much as, as uh, Russia has a point uh, to do this, they uh, believe that uh, as much as they are allow Ukraine uh, to continue to have relationships with uh, the West, they would be exposed uh, to attack and threats. Uh, but do you think that uh, when you look at it, apart from this written and unwritten uh, uh, agreement, uh, do you think that... Uh, Russia's action can actually uh, be supported in a way that uh, Ukraine as an entity, as a country, has the right to get in bed with whoever it wishes. 
No, def- definitely. There is no there is no gainsaying about that. Mm. Every country determines its association, exactly. its, its relationship mm. with the people, with other other countries and other organizations. Mm. But I will ponder, I will pause to think, so why has Ukraine not been admitted to NATO? Ukraine has applied to, to join NATO since 1991, mm. since 1999. Mm. It's, the same, it's the same way that Turkey does not have full-fledged membership of oh. the EU or NATO. Okay. Because it is saying that once you, so it is so it is and that is why you you because I just ask so what is there mm. if Moldova is um, Lithuania Estonia could join why not Ukraine but it is it goes back to that thing that I said right. that there is an unwritten rule Agreement. that says that mm. oh, we will not allow this we will not mm. make this happen mm. and that is why post despite the pending application of 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 of, of Ukraine to join mm. Ukraine cannot has not been admitted and that is why even till date NATO cannot say possibly once the people bring an application that we they, they can become members it didn't it didn't it didn't I mean such was not had not come up with other Soviet republics and the former Soviet republics who are not independent nations. Mm. So I think we are going to we will not get to the day Right. That NATO will admit Ukraine. Mm. We mm. won't get to that day. It will not happen. <laughs> it will because never happen. <laughs> not, not, not under the watch of Putin or not under the watch of anybody who sees mm. Russia as, as a territory that must be protected. Mm. Because, like I said, mm. there might not be Soviet Republic again, but the legacy nation of the Soviet Republic, the, the Russia sees itself as the last man standing mm. and still considers itself. Oh, like just like my colleague said, a rival or an equal to America. All so right. if it is an equal to America and an equal to every other European power, mm. so why should they allow their next door neighbor to be totally somebody who is against them? And mm. that is really so nobody can deny any nation from joining Nigeria. But mm-hmm. why can't why if if that is it or if it's that simple, why has the membership application not been approved by NATO mm. after over 20 years? Mm. Well, we'll come back to the issue because you were already uh, talking about uh, why U.S. may never send mm. troops. Uh, and uh, Mr. Wolabi told us he will only be <clears> spending a <throat> few minutes with us. It's, uh, 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 so maybe you quickly uh, make your position known on uh, the reactions of the international community, the reactions of international organizations uh, to this particular issue now. We've talked about sanctions, economic sanctions in particular, and uh, not the kinetic way and not the force that somebody like you, <laughs> based on uh, earlier discussion, would have expected. Well, the, the, the point is that the internet community now, they are intervening. But their intervention is at the level of uh, sanctions and provision of funds, you know, to, to, to fund for U- Ukraine. Mm-hmm. But I like I do you expect them to take it a step further than that? Do you expect them to be more aggressive and ferocious in dealing the way with I this see, crisis? The way I see it now, mm. Ukraine will be taken over by Russia in the next few days if intervention is not gotten from other areas. Mm. That is the truth about what it. What sort of intervention are you talking about? Political intervention. About 141 countries, as uh, this morning, as of this morning, have signed and uh, they have called for the immediate withdrawal of Russian troops. Russia will not. That Russia will not. Will not, will not yield to that. Mm. Russia will not agree to withdraw just like that. And you think the sanctions, all of these sanctions that are I coming had, up, uh, 
in the next few days, uh, Russia will not start feeling the heat. The, there, are, there are sanctions on ground already. Mm. But I had a, a, minister, a minister of uh, defense, mm. Russia, saying that Russia will not back out until they achieve their goal in Ukraine. And what do you think that goal is? And they even said that regardless of any sanction placed on them, that they are even capable to remain on their own without America, without UK, or without France. And you think so, that aim is to replace Zelensky? That is it. So Russia, Russia wants to overthrow that government over there now. That is why people must 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 intervene. NATO is still Ukraine is not a member of NATO, no. but NATO is is you know involving itself you no know, in 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 a covert way. It's not 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 it cannot be active because it's not a member. Likewise, UNO. So I think uh, there should be ways through which troops and ammunitions could be sent to Ukraine. So we're talking about Third World War. For that, no, 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 no. It's not, it, as a matter of fact, whether we like it or not, we cares not taking this to result to what Third World War. We are still deceiving ourselves. Any attempt for uh, Russia to go further now, go and write it down. Some country will be intervening. Some country will be intervening and they will key into this war. Go and write it down. All right. Well, Mr. Ejimaki, well, I, I need to get your position on that before we look at uh, the impact this is having on African countries. What sort of reactions are you expecting uh, from the international organizations? Are they doing enough to quill this crisis? Sincerely, the first level, like, the first level of engagement mm. in international relationship is first sanction. Is sanction. Okay. Before, so once sanctions are not working, then you can now move. But the American president, Joe Biden, addressing, I mean, given the state of the address in the Congress two days back, specifically mm. said, America will not send troops. NATO Secretary General said, NATO mm. will not send troops. Mm. So the, the fact is that and because no NATO nation, has, I mean, they have not entered NATO territory. But if it comes into Poland, it comes into Austria, it comes into Bulgaria, NATO will be justified. So the way it is right now, I, re I read a commentary, a very strong and very objective commentary mm. overnight in, in a British newspaper All right. by a former, a former um, defense analyst. There. And he said that the Western media is painting it as if, oh, pockets of resistance here, they are, they, are, they are brandishing it, oh, as, um, as, as if UK, I mean, Ukraine is standing up to the Russians. Mm -hmm. But just like my colleague said, in two days, and I support him, in two days, mark it before mm -hmm. Sunday, Ukraine is going to fall. Before Sunday. Before Sunday. Mm -hmm. fall. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. telling you, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is the biggest, the, the, the second biggest they can read, already, the, the mayor has already announced and told the people to, call, to, 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 to cooperate with the Russians. Care, the bombardment of Kiev has started. So it's just a matter of the, the Rus I mean, but I can tell you, what Russia wants to do is not to, to annex Ukraine as part of Russia, okay. but to put a pro-Russian pro government, government in yeah. place yeah. that would not even talk about joining NATO, NATO. or anything. Mm -hmm. That is all. They do that and they go back. Mm -hmm. And they, 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 I mean, they become the watchdog and the gatekeeper over Ukraine. So the international, the international community can only do to sanctions. And after a while, I'm telling you, the sanctions over Iran is still standing till today. The mm -hmm. sanctions over Cuba, it took two, over, over, over 40 years. Yes, mm -hmm. Cuba, 
Cuba was, I mean, was doing, was, was, was still living. Mm -hmm. Iran is still living. So even with those, with those, and they remember that Russia is strategic to Europe in the sense that the energy reliance, they, they rely on Russia for energy to a great mm. extent. Even though in the in the in the heat of the moment they can say, Oh, we're cutting off in the North Trump, the North Trump project will not go on. But when it when it all settles down, it will just be talking about rebuilding Ukraine and the international community will put money back together to rebuild Ukraine. But now it will be a Ukraine that is under a pro Russian government. <laughs> well, uh that seems to be uh, well, a very dicey one because uh, many people. So you, you, it is settled that uh, all of these countries, even who are that are supporting Ukraine now, would never intervene uh, in a kinetic way. They would never uh, send troops, Mister uh, Jimakewa. And so Ukraine will fall uh, in, a, in a in a matter of days. But uh, you have actually not uh, really answered my question on the. Uh, Iran Supreme Leader describing U.S. as a mafia that profits off war. No, definitely not result war of words. They will call each other names. They mm. will do everything. But at the end of the day, remember that it's not really a, the, the U.S. or the West is not. They are not saints either. Mm -hmm. There are always interests being protected, yeah. being promoted, and being protected. Mm. So, but they know each other. All so right. what they are basically saying is the fact that oh you are you are instigating war, mm. you are you are telling Zelensky go ahead and do everything, mm. but at the same time that's what I'm saying that the the, the best anybody can do is talk. Mm. The best that can happen is we will wait by our border. Poland Poland will wait by its border. Um, Bulgaria will wait by its border and say until anybody comes in. That is when other people can come in. But right now, the U.S., the best the U.S. can do is what he's doing, sanctions. So for, for those who are calling the U.S., they, and you know, even when they begin to call U.S. names and they call each other names, it is in reference to the fact that you are not telling the world, the rest of the world, what is actually, but we know the cat and mouse game we play in institutional politics, mm -hmm. in international diplomacy. We know the fact that you know the thing that there's, there's, there's a breach somewhere, mm -hmm. and it is this breach that we're working against. And that is why, the same way, whether you're talking about Iranians, you're talking about um, Iraqis, you're talking about Cubans, they will call American names, and America will label them too. But basically, what is more important is the fact that every country knows there's a limit to its interference or its involvement in things that concern other nations, especially in this, case, in this case. Right now, Putin has already worked it out. He knows that, well, it's not as if it's infallible, or it's not as if that, oh, Things cannot turn around. But the basic thing is that I'm telling you, if another person comes into play, you will really find somebody that will allow. And that is even Montego Bay is just across mm. from America. And that's why America is so concerned about what goes on in Cuba. Because something in Cuba, Florida is gone. Miami is gone. Yeah. Do you mm. understand? Mm. So the same way they are looking at, okay, we will not allow this because once you put something there, I mean, you could join the work. So it's better that, so it's, that name calling, we shouldn't take too much of it to have. Even when the, the the defense minister for Russia says, oh, this is going to be a nuclear war, I am telling you, mm -hmm. remember that in the event of a nuclear war, it's annihilation 
of both the person who launched and the person who was launched again. Yeah. So I don't think we'll get to that extent. So for me, I'm, I'm wary, I'm careful to say oh, we'll get a third world because there is no, any war that, any war that is a global war that is fought right now will not be fought on the scale of the second, first or the second world war. Hmm. It will be atomic and nuclear. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's talking about total elimination, total destruction. I don't think we want to, we'll get to that extent. Mm-hmm. However, we are all human beings. Never say never. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> never say never. Just uh, for us. Uh, you know, okay, to tread cautiously. Yeah. And uh, I think you are aware that uh, America has many enemies, you know, in the in the international community. Mm. If America should intervene today openly, the following day you will see many countries, the likes of China, Iraq, Iran, no oh, India. Yeah. Mm. So, they will, they, will, they will now join forces with, uh, uh, what do you call it? Russia. Russia. So that is why even America is aware of, of that itself. That is why America is, is operating on a cautious level now mm. without, you know, full intervention. Mm. And it can never intervene unless it wants to agree that, okay, this thing should generate into to third world. Okay, well, so quickly, uh, I will come back to Mr. Ajimakewa on the particular issue and how this actually affects uh, the fortunes of Africa and Nigeria. But Mr. Olabi, you saw that story about uh, Nigeria being part of the 141 countries yeah, that actually voted, voted for the uh, immediate withdrawal of uh, Russian troops. Uh, how, how would you describe that? Uh, there was a time some Nigerians, maybe it was a joke, or they were actually cautioning uh, the president yeah. uh, not to get involved in this well you know that uh, nigeria is always progressed mm. yeah right from 1960 we are always nigeria is always progressed so there's no way you the america can vote and nigeria will vote against america it's not possible and apart from that when you look at the strong ground now nearly everybody is condemning the action of russia mm. nearly everybody because whether we like it or not, 141 out of 193. So when you like it, when whether you like against, it or not, against Russia's action, you will see that uh, Russia is not justified, because in international law, there are things you must do before you embark on war, and I I think Russia has not exhausted that before the before they occupy the Ukraine. Ukraine. So there is no way Nigeria will be in line with what Russia is doing. Even in Russia itself, certain people are demonstrating, mm, making protests against the war over there. So that would tell us that the, uh, the action that uh, Russia is putting in place now is not justified. But it's only that Putin wants to achieve a particular desire, believing okay. that Ukraine is very important mm. to Russia. That is believed by Putin. That Russia must not lose uh, Ukraine. And allowing Ukraine to put its tent with the West yeah. that we expose uh, yeah. Russia to uh, some sort of threat. Well, Mr. Ijimakiwa, uh, now let's look at uh, the impact of this uh, war. Uh, how does this war, how, do, uh, how does it affect the fortunes of Africa and the rest of the world? Well, just like my colleague, Mr. Olabi said, it is important for us to recognize the fact that there is first and foremost international law mm. and the dictates of international diplomacy. Right. And that is the fact that you must gravitate towards a particular position. Mm. Because um, the West is a dominant figure and capitalism is the dominant ideology in the world right mm. now. Okay. Everybody, there's 
tendency for anybody to move that way. Mm. However, remember that China is making a strong inroad into Africa, mm. especially economically. Yet, culturally, the whole of Africa, from the Sahara to the Kalahari in the south, were taught, I mean, colonized by one Western European nation or the other. So mm. it will always be that they will always be historically and culturally aligned towards the West. Even though we've had occasions where we've aligned to the to the East or during the non-aligned movement of the 70s and the 80s and early 90s. However, right now, I the 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 place of rust of Ukraine. Ukraine may not be a dominant trade partner right. with with many African countries. Mm. However, it is a cultural destination for a lot of Africans. Cultural destination. I'm talking specifically education, All right. medicine. You understand? Mm. We're talking of technical aids. We have more coming from Ukraine, and that is because Ukraine in itself is overdoing itself. Mm. to tell NATO and the EU that whatsoever you support, we support. Mm. And you remember that most aid that comes into Africa comes from the EU, mm. which in other words is NATO. So if, if Ukraine wants to impress the lords and masters of NATO, it is a matter of just doing for Africa. And because Africa gets more from Ukraine, in the sense that there's a gravitation towards that, towards that area. When communism was still in place, there used to be a lot of educational exchanges and scholarship get, I mean, going to study in Russia. But that is no longer in place. So right now, we're moving, the, the, the farthest we've moved to, the, to, 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 to Eastern Europe is Ukraine. And Ukraine has been, I mean, the, the, somebody said, they are close to about, about, about almost about 1.1 million Africans, mm. registered or registered immigrants mm. who are in Ukraine. So you can imagine that virtually every country has somebody living in Ukraine, and it is important that, oh, this is what is happening. Yes, it is not that if African countries do not have relationships with the West, All right. you will speak, you will echo the voice of the master. And the loud voice of the dominant, the dominant voice in the world right now is just the voice of China, or the voices of China and the West. Mm. In the case of the West, even though China is using bait to get Africans, but culturally, mm -hmm. most African countries will gravitate because of historical antecedents mm. towards the towards um, the West. So for 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 Ukraine, you. Africans can count their losses. Is either people are studying there, is either they are giving us aid, is either or they are, they, they, they are, they are, we're involved in cultural educational exchanges with Ukrainian universities or Ukrainian institutions. Mm. So it's for Africans who count our losses. And that is why I'm not surprised that mm. in voting, we will vote. And I, I saw a map of the world, and, I mean, with some colorations of countries who have come out specifically to speak. Against against, against uh, um, Russia's invasion against um, Russia okay. and just about two or three countries in Africa have actually not said anything. Mm -hmm. The rest of the countries either passively or or actively condemn them. Mm -hmm. However, that does not mean severing of relationship with Russia. 
but mm. it's just going to be that okay. We mm. fly under the radar mm. alongside where everybody is talking and the position everybody is taking. All right. Well, uh, uh, Mr. Olabi, quickly, I think we will open the lines for yeah. our listeners to to uh, contribute on the program this morning at uh, some point. Any moment from now, you can also join us on Facebook, New Cruise Night Two Seven FM. New Cruise Night Two Seven FM. I'm uh, seeing this message already on Facebook from Stephen. Thank you very much uh, for appreciating what we're doing here. And Zion Okoyemi uh, is saying that I believe Ukraine an independent country but nato uh, is at fault right now uh, this is leading to a third world war if care is not taking it seems like putin is ready for war without these sanctions and i don't pray for war and when you're saying biden is weak okay as that, that's zion okay i mean well um we've seen several videos and i also like mr jimak to also react to these two but let me get your position now uh, mr Ari Wolabi. Uh, se several videos shared on uh, social media appear to show Africans uh, being blocked mm. uh, by Ukrainian security forces from boarding trains out of Ukraine in order to make space uh, for Ukrainians mm. uh, first. Um, for the look of things, uh, how will this actually change the outlook of foreign relations uh, between African countries and Eastern European countries? Uh, Eastern European countries. Well, we, it, has, it has always been the case over there there is always a segregation over there against africa mm. so it is not it's, it's not that it's starting but in this part of situation too some will also say that well you don't expect them uh not uh, to uh put their citizens first yeah they have to do that that's what, that's what they are doing but it's very wrong in because, this situation yeah in, okay. in in the first instance in international law you sh everybody should be should be treated equally mm. Once a war, a war is happening, and people are scared, they are, they are running for their for their dear lives, whether black or, 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 or white, I think you should be given the same treatment. A lady said that it was inside the train already, and someone came that it should come down for a white to come in. I think that is that is that is highly unfortunate mm. in this contemporary world. But we cannot rule that out. It it is happening, and the reason is that. The, the 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 way people other countries in Nigeria, mm. yeah, the way they see us in Nigeria. Well, I think it's imagine, not peculiar to Nigerians. Alone, it's not peculiar to Africans. Us, but imagine the kind of number of people that are bringing from uh, Ukraine to Nigeria today, mm. more than two thousand. Mm. When they get to Nigeria, what would they be doing? Mm. According to the government, the, the government will be uh, bringing about five thousand Nigerians in total. In total mm. to Nigeria. So you know you know the implication of that. So. Where, what happens over there is barbaric mm. and it's, it, it should not it should not be heard at this contemporary world mm. that they are segregating their segregation between the black and the white in mm. the midst of war that should not happen all right uh, mr Ajimakuma, let me get your position on this uh, before we throw uh, the lines open for uh well, listeners well, to contribute it is it, interesting because now that this crisis has come up now all of a sudden Everybody has become a friend of Ukraine, and so <laughs> we're, we're, we're taking up their causes. But before now, it's not as if Africans, including Nigerians, have had its rosy in Ukraine. There's been, there mm. have been cases of racial discrimination, mm. of injustices being meted out to Africans or people of color, especially black. So, but well, so it's not. So it's not really totally surprising that this has happened. But just like Mr. Wolapi said, under international law. 
in a refugee situation, everybody must be protected because mm-hmm. at, at the point, at that particular time, everybody was being, I mean, everybody who, had, who stays within the confines, within the mm-hmm. borders of Ukraine, mm-hmm. needed to be, to be allowed to go out, treated equally if they want to go out because at that particular time, it was all about safety. So it is, it is wrong, but it, 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 it begs, it just shows a different, a different perspective to the whole thing. But my reflection on this is the fact that, okay, it's, 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 um, when the going, when the going becomes good, when the going is good, everybody is good. When the going becomes bad, that is when you actually know who is actually good and who is bad. Because right now, it was, it just became a case of, oh, Nigerians or blacks could become cannon fodder mm-hmm. that can be used against the, the 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 invading troops, but we could get our people out, and that was very bad. And I think at the right time, this must be looked into and must be addressed as appropriate. All right, just before we say our bye, so let's see if we can take more contributions, more perspectives uh, from uh, listeners at home. Oh nine one five or three eight eight six five nine oh eight one six seven eight one. Uh, four one three two. Hello, good morning. Hello, yes, good morning, sir. Yeah, good morning, Mr. Itayo. <laughs> Thank you very much. Historical revisionism cannot justify the present thoughtless invasion of Ukraine by Putin. So, after the collapse of the Soviet Union, every country that left became an independent republic. Though it's an incontrovertible fact that we have Russian separatists in Ukraine, fully funded and armed by Russia. We also are aware that Putin has been using the word genocide, saying that Ukrainian army has been expressing those separatist groups. But there's no big, there's no evidence to show that Ukrainian armies have been killing those guys. So Putin has also been using propaganda back home, telling the people that the Russians are it's not a war, it's just a military exercise to protect Russian separatist groups, you know, in Ukraine. You know, it, well, there's so much you can, you can, you can, you cannot deceive the people all the time. And on the issue of Ukraine, Ukraine joining NATO, as a student of international relations, I'm quite conversant with the Warsaw Pact and every other agreement, you know. But the current realities in Ukraine is the justification for the review of those parts, you know, and for Ukraine to be admitted to NATO. The aggression of Russia and the determination of Putin to always dabble into the policies of Ukraine and have a pro-Russian leader just like the analysts rightly observe, you know, these are justifications for Ukraine to seek help. And why do you think the Americans do not join the war? Um, the, the Cuban Missile Crisis of 1962 taught America a very vital lesson. And, uh, and the world was just moments away from, from, from having a nuclear war at, at that time. So successful pact between Russia and USA, thought one, thought two, and other parts over the years have led to the formulation of a theory, the, the mutually assured destruction theory. Mass theory, you know, it's just basically an idea that because both of us have nuclear weapons, we cannot, we can mutually destroy one another by engaging in war. So I don't see American and, and, and Russia ever going to war, but the effect of the sanctions on Russia will, will be long term, and so also will be the reconstruction of Ukraine. You know, squeezing the assets of the Russian central banks is on the wrong run, have a very devastating effect on the Russian economy. You know, and Russia, on the other hand, also can make Europeans pay more for gases by creating energy crisis in, in the region. And on the effect of the war in Nigeria, it will come in, in, on a multidimensional level. Of course, it is push, already pushing up the prices of crude oil, and that's a plus for us. But it affects both the, the exports to and imports from Russia to be affected. It has already affected the educational endeavors of many Nigerians as well. 
And lastly, lastly this morning, I just hope Putin will come back quickly to reality as soon as possible. You know, Russia is fast becoming a pariah in the international community, and Russians are now being stigmatized, denied, you know, can, uh, their, their participation in so many sporting activities have been cancelled and rejected. It is a war Putin cannot win, and I hope he realizes that as soon as possible. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. Mm, uh, that's that's a good one. robust, yeah. very robust that's there from Italy. Uh, we sincerely appreciate you. Let's see if we can have one or two more. Just before we say our buys, we have just about three minutes on the clock. Oh, it's one six seven eight one four one three two. Uh, hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Raphael Lomotosho calling from Mikeretis. Thank you for calling, Mr. Raphael Lomotosho. Go ahead. Well, the way I perceive Russia, it has been a long time they experiment their superpower last. That was why they were being intoxicated. By having said that, they should not allow this war to escalate to the Third World War. If they don't want Ukrainians to join the treaty, another treaty, there's a way of doing that without, without any rancor or acrimony. So I just want to appeal to them because many countries did not support them according to what my yoga and other colleagues have been saying there. They were not supported by other countries. Good morning. Thank you very much, Mr. Rafael Omotosho. I'm afraid I don't think we can pick any more calls on the program this morning. I hope this will be a short one. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Joshua. I don't have any Good morning, Mr. Adisa. Let's have you. One minute, please. I want to learn this perspective. That the Ukrainians are denying the Africans from uh, taking trains, making their own citizens to take train is for safety. I want to bring it back home. How been treated by our government? Is the government treating us very well, even at home here? And you want the Ukrainians to treat us very well? Do, do our government in every level they recognize the life of the people? You find people going to parties to eat dinner, to eat whatsoever. They never consider all this for us. And definitely the white over there will never consider us to come. You must value life here. Therefore, they are not going to value us as real human beings. But for Putin, I want to believe Putin is going to be defeated in this world because many people will rise up against him. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I appreciate your contribution, uh, Mr. Uh, Adisa, uh, we just have to stop it there. We're sorry, we're sorry, we're sorry because the phones are still buzzing, but we just have to click. So, Mr. Ejimakiwa, just in about one minute, uh, your final remark. Uh, you already said that the way uh, it looks now, Ukraine might fall even before uh, next week. What would be the implication of that? What would be the implication of that? And perhaps something else you just need to have, just in about 30 seconds before we go. Sincerely, it's unfortunate that it had to have come to this because the loss of the lives that have been lost and the destruction that has taken place, it will take years to restore all those all those destroyed facilities and rebuilding the, the country. But more importantly, you can't replace the lives that have been lost. Mm. But it's just it is unfortunate that even over over how many years close to how many years after the Second World War? We have still not learned how to conduct our affairs as nation. All right. We no need to resort to arms in every because the losses that come in the wake of this war are 
are too much. So it is unfortunate this has happened, but we just hope that reason will prevail and things will be settled as possible, I mean, as good as possible, just very, very soon. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Jimakiwa and uh, Mr. Arewolabi. Yes, I want to say that uh, Russia, the, those countries that voted against Russia yesterday, mm. not that they are their enemies, mm. but they, they want peace right. in the international system. Therefore, I want to I want to call on Russia that they should use this opportunity, the negotiation ongoing, mm. to to settle this uh, score. Mm. We don't we, we, we don't have any option to, to, than to allow peace to reign. Right. So Russia should use this opportunity of negotiation that mm. is ongoing between Russia and Ukraine mm. to end this war. Mm. War must come to an end because the old, whether we like it or not, between Russia and Ukraine, the whole world will be affected. And right. the whole world has been affected already, including Nigeria. All right, thank you very much, Mr. Dari Wolabi. He's a lecturer at the Bamidele Ulimiloy University of Education and Science and Technology Boys here in Nikere. We sincerely appreciate you for your time on Bottom Line today. And Mr. Fei Ijima Kinwa, a senior researcher at the Institute of African Studies, University of Ibadan. Thank you very much, Mr. Ijima Kinwa, for joining us, uh, for your perspectives. We appreciate you so sincerely. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. I do have a great day. All right, so that's uh, the show for today. We sincerely appreciate everyone who called Itayo uh, Adeyeye. Thank you very much for that uh, robust uh, uh, co contribution. We sincerely appreciate you. Uh, thank you very much. And of course, Mr. Rafael Amotosho, I appreciate you as well. The show returns tomorrow with the final edition on New Crusader 2.7 FM. Stay with us. My name is Joshua Adebuta. Many thanks to Samuel, Ulugbe Mini, my producer. And GD Ogunli, my executive producer. Bye for now.